Coming up, Moana is accused of fat-shaming Polynesians. We're going to be talking about Figment and some other stuff I can't remember right now, but all that and more on this episode of Diz Pop. Dizpop is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation. Visit them on the web at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everybody, it's Rhino here, and I've got my special guest, Amber. You guys aren't remember... Blah, 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 blah. Start Starting over. on a good start. Good <laughs> note here. I'm just not going to start over. I'm leaving it in. Today I, I am full of uh, verbal diarrhea. So we're getting the episode kicked off with the word diarrhea this week. Um, we're here with my friend Amber. Some Hi. of you may remember her from the Arts and Crafts video, the Zootopia Arts and Crafts video, which we really enjoyed doing. Um, oh, man. I, that was the other thing I was going to talk about. I was trying to get everything together, and I couldn't remember what the last thing I wanted to talk about in this episode was. But some of you guys out there, I haven't shown you this yet. But oh. um, two different people have contacted me, and they were like, we did your Arts and Crafts video. This one family... And on Instagram, it's like, Lisa Loves Walt um, is like her handle, but she did it for Finding Dory. Oh, And cool. they came out so good. And then somebody else sent it to me, and they did they did a Mickey one and a Frozen one. Oh. And if I find those images before I edit this, if I can find them really quick, I'll overlay them on here. And I will go back next week. I'll, I'll give you props again next week. But they were really cool. And I don't know. That was really fun. Um, and the Lisa Loves Walt, she did... Um, they also did the lightsaber arts and crafts thing I did, so it's nice to know that people are out there doing them. Um, we've got some planned for the future. There's going to be a couple coming up, especially this month in July. And uh, all I'm going to say is, uh, I ain't afraid of no ghost. Oh, God. Okay. As I sip my tea, I mean, my high C. <laughs> you can't even see that. You have to turn it. For the people who are listening, there. they don't even know. But I'm just going to quietly sip my ecto cooler. I'm just going to do this every week till I run out, which is never, because I've stockpiled like it's the end of the world. He's got cases downstairs. It's a little nerve-wracking. Yeah. This is the worst kickoff to a show ever, but... Uh, <laughs> well, well, again. She does what she can. I'm here for you. I'm bringing the ladies for this reason alone. <laughs> um, no, so um, I think that's really cool, and I look forward to it. And I started this episode in front of a Back to the Future poster just to mess with everybody, but... We are going to be doing a Back to the Future Yeah, because it's on Netflix. 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 We, you and I have been collecting the comic books, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And we're going to make uh, Flux Incapacitator. It's going to be the name of our drink. And it's going to, since um, we'll make the family-friendly and we'll make the alcoholic one this time around. And we'll, we haven't quite, I don't want to reveal what the craft is yet, because I don't know. But I'm almost there. Well, you sent me a good idea. That one, that one was pretty cool. But mm-hmm. it's a little involved. But mm-hmm. it's still pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see because I want to keep the crafts like everybody can participate. You know what I mean? But, but that's how I figured we'll tie in the Back to the Future comic book. We'll talk about the movies on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Well, it'll be fun. It'll be good. Maybe we'll even to warm ourselves up. I know you have Back to the Future Monopoly. Maybe I we can do, do have that Back to the Future Monopoly. We, we can play it a little bit or yeah. something. So, but that's that. We're gonna, we're look forward to that. Um, I uh, also want to just take a minute here to thank everybody for all the uh, the emails, Facebook messages, Instagram messages, um, pretty Text much messages, carrier uh, pigeon. Um, I got cards in the mail, oh. t-shirts in the mail. Like everybody was very nice during all this, the terrible tragedies that we have faced down here, um, and it touched my heart. And I have not. I'm going to start responding to them yet. I, I haven't. It's just, it's very overwhelming, and I can only do, uh, I'm not in a normal state just yet, I, you know, uh, so I can only do, like, little bits as much, but I they're there. I look at them. I know they're there. I'm going to respond to them. Thank you. Um, and it means a lot. And I just, you know, I'm going to say that. And on that note, actually, um, I'm going to say a big thank you to Megan, who was the, uh, if you watch the Tuesday show, she sent us some t-shirts. Um, she did, she runs this uh, Etsy shop, which you can see my t-shirt over there. It's got the Magic Kingdom symbol. Can I get it for you? Well, I've started on the show. You oh, can okay. take a look at it if you want. Okay, but, I'll be right back. Okay, bye, Amber. Um, Me- uh, Megan runs Craftiest Place on Earth on Etsy. 
So she made the crane in the background. I thought you'd appreciate That's that one. Uh, we'll bring it over. I'll show if you if they haven't seen the last one. Now. So there there's one of Megan's shirt. It's funny <laughs> if you've been to Disney World in the last two years, you know there's a permanent resident setup shop there now, pretty much. But um, there all the time. She sent us some Love Wins T-shirts that I thought were really really nice. That's nice. Yeah. So um, you know uh, she sent it to everybody in the, who was involved in that episode. She sent one for Eli. That was very touching. Um, thank you again, Megan. Um, check out her stuff. Uh, I think the Etsy store is actually temporarily closed while she catches up on orders, so good for you. Um, but um, you check out her Instagram. That's where I follow because I love seeing all the new stuff. But there's also another group of people called um, it's um, called designersagainsthate.com. And it's six designers came together to make six designs, and 100% of the profits are going to help those affected by Pulse. What wow. I think is really cool is they're all Disney designs. Um they have, um, and on the site, you can, so if you want to go and check it out, they actually have a link directly to the GoFundMe page as well. So it's mm -hmm. not like, it's very like front and center, what, what they're doing. It's, it's really nice. They reached out it's to me really right afterwards. Happy. Yeah. And there's some really cool designs. There's, there's a Tomorrowland one, which has like, it, it's great because they're very subtle. So the Tomorrowland one is like Tomorrowland with a T and it has like rainbow cars going across it. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a leaky tiki, uh, Leaky Tiki Bar Adventureland one that I really like too. There's an Omnibus Main Street USA that has like a little rainbow flag hanging off the back of it. There's a Frontierland uh, Frontierland one with the Mark Twain on it. It's got a little rainbow flag as well. Oh wait, um, like, what is this? Uh, yeah, I'm not showing uh, you. You can't see it because on the computer I'm adding the images. So <laughs> look as hard as you want on the piece of no, paper. No, I think Amber. for the for the. Um, Oh, the, the, the yeah, the like, address, yeah, yeah. It, it? yeah. So, well, there's there's two more. There's a haunted mansion one with the weather vane on it, and it's got like caught in the weather vane, like a little rainbow thing. And oh. then um, I really like the Fantasyland Dumbo one because it's like uh, a Dumbo. It says Fantasyland, but it's in that like wave of rainbow, and mm -hmm. it's it's really cool. The t-shirts are like really good quality. Um, and if you don't want a shirt. There's plenty of other merch on there I saw. They have a duvet covers. They have... Uh, Fancy. Uh, um, things. Knuckles. Other things. <laughs> yeah. Peanuts. Um, you can't get it on a peanut. I'm sorry. But um, remember, it's for a good cause. You get to show your Disney side. Um, you know, so be sure to go check it out. I'm going to put the link in the description of this video. But again, it's Designers United Against Hate. Com. And they're very cool. They've raised about $300 so far out of like, it, it, they've only had their shirts up for like a week, I oh, think. Wow. So that's really cool. That's really awesome. And like I said, I, li I really like the design. So check those out. I'll show you right after the show. And for you guys, you'll have seen the images already. Because like I said, editing, the magic of editing. Bum, bum, I don't know what that was. And you're going to keep that, aren't Still you? happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to jump into it here. We're going to get to our Disney at the box office segment. It's been a while. I did, uh, if you guys have missed it, um, Craig and myself did a, an audio-only review of Finding Dory, and you can find that on iTunes. Um, but we did that in that first weekend of Finding Dory, and it looks like she has actually had the highest opening for an animated feature at the domestic box office in its first weekend. Woohoo! Yeah, did you, did you see it? Yay, Dory! Yes, I did. Did you? What, what were your thoughts on it? I loved it. I was really scared. I was nervous. Yeah, I was too. That it was going to be just a rehashing of Finding Nemo, but it was it was different enough. They brought enough of the original characters yeah. back, and they had really awesome new characters. Yeah. My favorite's Hank. I, Hank is I great. I love yeah. Hank. I think they nailed all the voice characters, yeah. um, and honestly, I, I think I actually liked it a little bit better than the first one. I feel like, uh, yeah. It, I, 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 I said it in the review, I think it's a little more balanced, but if you want to check out that review, check it out. But you can see Amber. And Baby Dory. Baby Dory. Okay, Daddy. <laughs> Craig does a really good conversation. <laughs> I can't do it. Okay, Daddy. No, I'm not Daddy. I'm a, I'm a friendly fish. Okay, Daddy. Okay, Daddy. Um, but it, yeah, it did so well. Um, and then it went on to nab the top spot the second weekend in a row, beating. Uh, there were some pretty big opening movies, I think, Independence Day, and then. <gasps> was another one I can't remember, which I haven't seen Independence Day yet. I heard it's getting terrible, terrible reviews. I'll still go see it because yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, witty one-liners. Done. Big spectacle. Sold. Uh, yeah, I'm going to see it. I'm in. Uh, uh, I'm Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the worst impersonation That, that ever, was really but. great. Uh, for a minute, I thought, <laughs> he, I thought he was here. Well, d um, as of us recording this episode, um, you know what? I didn't even say what the date was at the beginning. It's July 1st today. 
So we're now we're dated. Yay. I didn't say it before. But as of the recording of this, um, Disney reports that Finding Dory has crossed the $300 million mark at the domestic box office. Um, uh, it's apparently crossed the mark faster than both Toy Story 3 and Shrek 2. Um, oh, that's very impressive. It's Toy the Story 3 was... fourth Disney release this year to top $300 million, And it's this, sixth, this year's sixth movie to do that. So Disney, out of the six movies that have crossed $300 million just domestically, four of those are Disney movies. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. And, and honestly, I've seen all four of them. Finding Dory. Zootopia was amazing. Zootopia. I watched it again the other night. I, I just can't get enough. I was going to ask if you wanted to watch it tonight. <laughs> I'll, I'll, freaking, I'll watch it. i got to work on my tiger boobs. He loves his tiger um, moves. Can you make sure you said moves? Somebody said tiger boobs. Tiger boobs. i got to work on my tiger boobs. Um, <laughs> it, it was Zootopia started us all off that way, right? And then it went from Zootopia, The Jungle Book. Oh, The Jungle Book. Okay. Yeah, and then... I didn't see The Jungle Book. Oh, The Jungle Book was actually fantastic, and I had no interest in seeing it. nothing but good reviews about The Jungle Um, Book. That was good. Uh, Then we got Dory, and then what was the other one? I don't know. What else? Does Star Wars count? Because it was technically uh, in this year as well. Could, yeah. I'm missing one, and I feel bad, this, and I know I've done a review Civil War for it. Doesn't count. Civil War. Civil War. Civil War. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's actually literally next to my notes if I had just kept reading. It ha- it. You have it written down. Yeah. I d- well, not that Civil War's there, but I'm going to talk about Civil War in a second. So. Uh, did you print this on graph paper? I did both graph paper and wow. notebook paper. I'm running a little low here in this house. Wow. Recycle. Resourceful. R-E-C-Y-C, recycle. Don't you P-O-L-L-U-T-E, pollute. You didn't even finish spelling recycle. R-E-C-Y-C-L-E, recycle. No, you just stopped at Y. Oh, whoops. You were like, right, resi, and I was like, where's the rest? <laughs> I didn't finish that episode of Rocco's Modern Life. Um... Well, so I, I'm curious if... I don't think Dory's going to nab the top spot again because it's got some competition opening from both uh, Purge Election Year, which is a rated R movie, so I'm, I'm not sure that it'll be up there, but, you know, people, it's Independence Day themed and whatever, so... Um, the BFG is opening as well, you know, Stevie Spielberg number. A Stevie Spielberg. Yeah. I'm, um... I don't know. I'm interested in the BFG. Like, I, I'll I go know. see it. It's but not my I'm favorite not, road doll book, I'm so not I'm just sure. like... No, it's not my favorite. My favorite's already been done, and it was Matilda. done well. Obvi, thank you. Um, oh, so yeah. Um, God, I watch Matilda right now. Um, oh, and then Tarzan 2, which isn't getting good word of mouth, which is upsetting, because I really wanted to see that, too. But I'm pretty sure that Craig and I are going to do a review of The Purge, as well as BFG, so you can you can look forward to those. Yeah, um, I'll be here for that one. Yeah, no. No, thanks. No. <laughs> well, I haven't seen the first two, I, and... Honestly, God, I'm not saying this to be emotional, be like, but purge. I don't know that I'm in an emotional no, state. No, that's what I'm saying. I think it's. Anymore. I think it's too. I watched Iron Man too three. Sensitive right now, like the, yeah, it's a I'm, little too real. I, I don't on like that note, that. too, I, I watched. When was the last time you saw the Iron Man three? I know you don't like Iron Man, but I mean, I I, yeah, I know not you just yeah, I'm, but I know he's not I'm your favorite cap, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I've said I'd be like four times. Um. Like I'm close, close, like slowly I, leaning closer and closer. I think the last time I saw Iron Man three was in the theaters. It was a long time ago. Okay, well, it was it was on on the airplane on the way home after, and that was the day after everything happened. And there is a scene in it where Iron Man picks up a gun and he like shoots people, and I'm like, I it, that didn't, I like felt gross mm-hmm. in my, and so I haven't watched another movie in that vein yet because I'm I'm not necessarily prepared to so. I don't know. I don't know that those movies are going yeah, to do it for me anymore. Like, uh, the, the Conjuring? Sure. I love a good supernatural scary yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but that's, that's it. Oh, I, I do have a funny uh, Finding Dory story. I don't know if you heard this. Um, so, are you familiar with The Sausage Party, the movie? No, yes, I yes, I heard it. this. Yeah. I think this is in my hometown. Oh, really? I think this is in my hometown. Where well, there was a, there was a theater. Yeah, a theater in California. Yeah. Is it Concord? In Concord, Yeah, it was, I think it was Concord, yeah. yeah. They I used to the, work at that movie theater. Not only did they play the trailer <laughs> for this movie, which is meant to, it's a play on Pixar movies. It's a play to be like, it's, it's like a anthro- anthropomorphic food that is... You know, finding love with each other, but then they get taken home, and they've been chosen, and then they're it's gonna, death. They're being yeah, eaten. They're get so eaten it looks funny, cooked. but there is both a regular trailer, which is kind of like, huh. There's a rated R trailer where they say a lot of bad words in the movie, and they played that one before Finding Dory. Um, so uh, the the theater felt bad, but even Seth Rogen, like he made a joke about it on Twitter, and then the theater company tweeted back at him and said, well, I guess to make up for it, we're going to have to play the Finding Dory trailer in front of your movie. So 
I was like, that's that's cool. That's good. Like, I I, I, I think people are taking it as what it was, well. just as an accident. They're not, like, furious. Yeah, I went, read know, the com- I, read, like, I went and read the comments, and everyone was like, who cares? Big deal. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it is funny. Um, so, on that note... It, I, I didn't see it in my theater, but Moana's teaser trailer is out now, and it was played before Finding Dory, but now it's getting a little bit of controversy, which is crazy to me because, one, the photos of these main characters has been out for a while. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So the title character of the film, Moana, she's going to be the first Disney pr- princess of Polynesian descent. And I was like, oh, I guess Lilo. Oh, sorry. sorry. Well, she wasn't a princess. Yeah, she Moana's was just kind a of princess. a... It, yeah. So... She's got a sidekick, a demigod named Maui, and he's the one stirring up the controversy because people seem to be upset that he's being portrayed as, I quote, obese. And when I look at this character, I'm like, oh, he's a big guy. I wouldn't say he's obese because he clearly has, like, muscular definition yeah, yeah, definitely. in the photo. He's shaped more like a square than a circle. Yeah, and he's he's just a big guy. Like, it, um... That's just a body type. Well, others are defending Disney, saying that the character just depicts a certain type of body and Mm -hmm. not the stereotypical chiseled male physique. And that's immediately what I thought when I saw it. But and and I said, as a once fat child, now fat adult, I have no issue with the look of this character. Um, To say there are no fat Polynesians, that's a lie. And to say there are no chiseled Polynesians, that's also a lie. It's just you just can't please everybody anymore. You know, it's just kind of like people are looking for something to. Get involved Just, in. Yeah, like, exactly. If anything, if I was a big kid and I was watching this, you know, like, if I was a little kid again, I'd be like, look at that guy. Like, he, it, it, it's, I don't know. And it's not even that, again, it's not that he's a fat guy, but he's a bigger build. And yeah. that's, that's a lot of people's big issues is some people aren't even fat, but they are bigger. Maybe they're yeah. taller or they have broader tough. shoulders. He looks tough, yeah. And people feel badly about themselves because of this type of controversy. So... I was worried we were crooked for a second because I was looking at my If we are, bag, too, too sorry. bad. Sorry. We've been chatting too long to deal with that <laughs> can't now. can't go but, back now. But on that note, while we're still in the Disney animated feature area, the Wreck-It Ralph sequel is announced okay, for Okay, I don't know enough about it. Okay, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen Wreck-It Ralph yet. What? Yeah, so I went to go watch it. For those of you who don't know, at, at Fort Wilderness here at Disney World, you, they do an outdoor movie every night on the, the, the screen, oh and you God, can go roast the hot dogs, marshmallows. I went to there to go watch that movie, but it was so crowded and people were so loud, yeah, I couldn't hear it. So I left. So I, I have it. I just I haven't have gotten it. to it yet. I'll watch it. I mean, it seems you like Steve a or, or <clears throat> good idea. Von Schweetz I saw the photos. For Halloween. They were good costumes, Like a couple too. of years ago when it came out. Get on yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Mr. Diz Pop. I know, I know. But it's coming out March 9th, 2018. I promise I'll have seen it by then. That gives me two years. Um, no story details, um, but... The announcement of that movie coming out has pushed back uh, another one of the Disney animated movies, yeah. and that's Gigantic. Gigantic. And uh, Gigantic follows Jack up the beanstalk where he meets an 11-year-old 60-foot uh, giant girl named Inma and agrees to help her find her way home. Inma. Along the way, he meets giants from lots of different cultures, and I don't know about you, but that sounds... I'm not interested. <laughs> but... The, like I said, the older I get, the less I'm caring about animated films. I don't know, I'm a sucker. Films, so. Anytime. Can hear my dog I'll barking, I'm sorry. Um, he's fine. He's downstairs. He just, he's hungry. Um, but I guess the people who did the music for Frozen are doing it, so I'm sure they're going to push that like nobody's business, and people are going to go ape, poop, crazy for it. Yeah. I almost said the actual word. Whoops. So, we talked about Captain America for a second, but the Blu-ray release date has been announced September 13th. Oh god, that's so far away. I know, I know. It seems oh, to be that's god. when the big one, like when Avengers 1 came out, it came out in September. Like, I think Iron Man was like September. That's their thing. If the movie comes out in May, it comes out in September. Ugh. Um, I can't it, wait that long. Well, it's if you can't wait till the 13th, it's going to be available on Disney Movies Anywhere, Digital HD, and Digital 3D on the 2nd. Of September? Of September, yeah, I'm oh, sorry. I didn't, so still so, have to wait So months. 11 days are Great. Um, Blu-ray in demand on the 13th. There's over an hour of bonus materials, and I'm excited. There's deleted and extended scenes, as well as a sneak peek featurette at Doctor Strange. See, I believe there's going to be deleted scenes in there that give us a little more backstory of some things that were not fully explained in Civil War. So I'm excited to watch those. I'm, I I never got to... I didn't see it again in the theater, so I'm, I was a little bummed out. Like, yeah, I want to see it I mean, I guess it it's still too. technically there. Like, I could jo- go, go and try, but there's... Just a slew of movies coming out all of a sudden that I'm backed up on now that I I need to go and see. Um, and see the same issue I have with Civil it. War. Like I mean, I love Civil War. I thought it was a near perfect film, but I feel like there was just like 
one scene that was either altered, deleted, or changed. I don't know. I'm just saying there's got to be something that that was once part of the film and was either moved or altered that I think would have solidified part of the story a little bit more. But other than that, I thought it was a near a near perfect film. I have the same thing for Finding Dory because they never explain what Hank's deal is. Yeah, they only say he's a septopus, but they never say that he doesn't have the... Oh, okay. On no, that like, note of Finding like, Dory, why, though, I did read something about this. Why is he like that? Like, yeah. why is he so anxious, um, and why doesn't he like to be touched, and well, why does he want to go back the to the ocean? The original plot of the movie the ocean at all. had more to do with the fact that that was a bad place, like that it was SeaWorld. And when the thing happened with Blackfish, oh, is they so decided they to like, steer away. Okay. They were like, well, we don't want to get involved in that and make it seem like we're bad-mouthing this company or anything mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. So originally it was going to be more on that manner of animals in captivity. And they had to, like, steer it out of there after but Blackfish. But still, it makes... Like, That's I why Dory was delayed. Know. Like, I want to know, like, why... Why is Hank so anxious all the time? And why is he so grouchy? And he doesn't why like doesn't he like to be touched? And why does he want to stay there and not go to the ocean? Like, I would think if you don't want to be touched, you want to go to the ocean. You know, you get touched there. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't think about that until you said it. but I did. We'll do a re-review of Captain America when that comes out. Maybe do the DVD, see what's... Go through, run through some of the special features. Just do a quick overview. And we'll see. Maybe that scene's going to be in there for you. But um, on that note, let's shift over into the comic book world real quick mm-hmm. here. I've been reading, and it's been blowing people's minds. I don't know if you've heard about it. Captain America, Steve Rogers. Have you heard? You've heard the twist, right? Yes, I've heard. I talked about another episode. The twist. The, okay. He's a Hydra agent. Dumb. Okay. I Done. should have given you this to read before you we started because I'll read it right now. It's yeah. the the thing right here says Hail Hydra: The Secret History of Steve Rogers Revealed. Is okay, this issue two. This is issue two. Okay, so I've heard that they're kind of like trying to backpedal now. Well, uh, I think I right? it was always planned because here's my issue with my issue with issue one. Uh, my issue issue. Here's my issue issue. Um, the first one is just fluff till the last page. It's like there's a little bit of Steve's backstory with his mother and the abusive father, and um, then it just kind of it ends on that hook of him shoving one of the heroes out of the plane and him being like Hail Hydra to Professor Sel, uh, Selnick. Um, and this one is mostly the Red Skulls telling the story in this one, talking, talking to what seems like directly Steve. But this one is pretty much like a, how I did this. And so the Red Skull... Here's how it's going down. The Red Skull once had the Cosmic Cube. And we know that from the film. Because he does it. He has it in the film. And he was once the owner. At some point in the comic book, Steve went after it. He chopped off the Red Skull's arm somehow with his shield. But he also shattered that cube. Shield took the cube, the fragments of the cube. Mm -hmm. And they were experimenting with them. And Selnick was working on a Kobik. It's the Kobik Initiative. And... So, somehow all these things, the pieces explode, and they become a girl. Like a sentient, a sentient being, or something. It sounds really out there. I was really lost, because this is, I guess, a continuation of, like, how Steve lost his powers, got old. This, that's how Steve became young again. Is that, so, the red, the, the cube girl remembers Red Skull being her, like, dad. And so she goes to him, and and he basically twists this girl to be like, well, the world would be a better place if everyone were Hydra. And so he finds out that she has the ability to basically rewrite your life, or, like, give you memories that weren't there. And so she, she does, and she healed Steve. It's basically like she can take you and rebuild you. And so when Steve became young again and got his powers back, that's when it happened. So it's all fake. It's all... Steve... Is it like an alternate reality? Not for that person, but not for everybody. So, Sam Wilson has... Their lives have all been the same. So, it's basically like the cube has altered his existence. And so, he... He believes he's a Hydra agent. I still don't like it. Yeah, I I was like, oh... It's it got complicated and you kind of know the story I, my and friend made a good it ties point. in and I was like for the for the person who like if you were hoping sometimes I saw issue one and I thought I'm gonna get in and it's a twist and that's where it's gonna start over this relays relays back to a lot of other Steve Rogers stories so I was kind of like now I'm lost and I feel less well, interested to continue yeah my friend my friend you're Chris Chris Larson um, Chris Larson he, yeah yeah he made a good point. That well, clearly, if this is had this had to have been the idea the entire time because issues don't get written 
overnight. Yeah, right. They're you know, like mapped they, out. They're mapped out from, you know, a long time ago. So maybe that, that, I mean, he's probably right that yes, this is exactly how this is, that was supposed to be planned out and everything, but I still think it's kind of stupid. Well, this seems like this was planned out to be a hook that got people to buy the comic more than anything Absolutely. else. And you're so send to me. I don't want to buy any of those comics. Yeah. I, I, it may, it felt cheap to me. So yeah. I can't recommend this. However, I am going to recommend this Civil War. I talked about Civil War issue one. Issue two's come out. This is a six part. This is Civil War two, celebrating the tenth anniversary of the other one. Okay. So there's a new issue that's drawing them apart, and the setup here is that Ulysses, an inhuman, a new inhuman who can predict the future, to the like. Better than any person that's ever come before. Oh, I should say this about Captain America too that I didn't understand. The Red Skull has like Xavier's brain or something. Like, so he's got Professor Xavier's abilities. Is that like a, a I didn't know if he was comic just, book thing that I, I didn't know if he was I don't, referencing I don't Professor Xavier. The comic books. At Do you know all. Who Professor Xavier? I know who. Oh, Perso- okay. Are you kidding me? Of I course know. I know who that is. Well, I didn't know. I was like, the saying, Red Skull was that doesn't something have that happened in the comics. That's like, what I don't know. That, I didn't you know, look it up, and I was I, at that point. Was I was that like, something else oh, they just so threw is, in as a twist. Yeah, I don't know. Because it made it sound like he had taken them from Xavier, but I didn't. I didn't do the Google search. Honestly, I was just. I was really excited to get to this. So I got to the the first issue. Uh, I really enjoyed. I actually was, when I was reading this, I was like, man, this is how they should do Infinity War. Because Thanos is a character in the first issue, and he immediately comes mm-hmm. and kills one of the main characters. So they did. And that's um, what kind of causes the issue between Iron Man and um, Captain Marvel. Uh, because they have very close ties to that character. And um, Ulysses is an inhuman that um, can, pre- like I said, predict the future. Tony's argument is that they were where he said, like he said, this is the future. They stopped it from happening. So Tony says, well, then it wasn't the future. You saw a version of the future because if it was the future, then it would have happened. But we stopped it from happening. And and Captain Marvel's argument is we stopped it because he sent us there. Mm-hmm. And that's why we stopped it. So he's just making the case that you can't rely on this guy entirely. And, and it, I love that. That's It's the Minority Report. Right. It's exactly what it is. Tom Cruise, It's the it, that's a great film. Um, and... You know, based on that Philip K. Dick There's different perceptions. Book, right. And so, this is kind of further of that character dies at the very end. This is Tony going after Ulysses. He takes him from the Inhumans and brings him to his, um, I think, Stark Tower. Somewhere. That's irrelevant. But, um, so he basically has violated some sort of treaty because he's gone to the Inhumans world and he's taken their person. Of course, because Iron Man does whatever he wants. And he tortured him a little bit. Yeah, that sounds about right. In fairness, do you want me to tell you the character that died? Yeah, sure. Okay, if you haven't read it and you don't want to know, beep, beep, cover your head, cover your ears. Colonel James Rhodey. <gasps> and the, the She-Hulk may be on her deathbed as well. So, okay, I'm done. You can come back it's now. Good. I should have made a signal, like a hold. Um, but, uh, yeah, so um, I was like, oh, wow, because a, Captain Marvel is romantically involved with Rhodey and oh, Iron well, Man is best friend, so... Hope you're still covering your ears. Yeah. But anyway, that's that's how, you know, so that's kind of, this one was a little bit more of a, uh, like a filler issue, but it ends uh, um, on uh, uh, Ulysses having a, so Tony's trying to map his brain and figure out the powers and how they work and what makes them go. And, you know, maybe he can figure that out because that's how he works. That's how Iron Man works. But they, because it's they okay sh- when Iron Man does something like that for his own benefit, right? I'm sorry. I, I'm I like, very anti I like Tony Stark. I'm sorry. Ugh. But um, he, he, um, he's doing this. They show up to rescue him. They argue, argue. While they're arguing, Ulysses breaks down, starts having another vision, and it's um, of a certain Avenger. I won't say who to give people time to read because this just came out. Um, uh, killing all of them. So now the last issue is Carol Danvers, uh, Captain Marvel, showing up at that with that person and being like, hello. And you're like, oh. She about to kill that person, you know, and like so it's it's gotten to that like it's heating up a little bit. Um, so th- I'm really enjoying this now. There are like offshoots of it too. There's like the amazing the amazing Spider-Man number one, Civil War two. There's X Men number Spider-Man? one, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Walter James Spider-Man, um, John Spider-Man, John Spider-Man, Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man. I got X Men and I got. Um, Spider-Man because I'm curious how they like how they do these offshoots I'm going to talk about those next time though um, because I really haven't had a chance to read them yet but also I don't want to overload people on like one specific thing so but there's a there's a bunch out there I'm just going to do those couple but you don't have to have read them but they I think they're going to tie in nicely so we'll see about that Um, 
But that's Civil War II. Get on out there. Start reading it. There's a lot of fun covers out there for I'm just it. Borrow yours. Yeah. Um, and that is. Oh, and if you're following along with the Haunted Mansion comic book, there's one more issue. The fourth issue just came out. There's five issues. It even said in the back of the so fourth issue. So these are issue five new issues. Because I have the comic books from like years ago. Yes. That I just got back from Chris Larson. Um, this is part of a series called um, Disney Kingdoms. Yeah. Oh, and so okay. It's the part one, of that. They made like a hardbound book, right? Like they came out with like the figment ones and the big. The Thunder figment Mountain. ones did, yeah, 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 and the big Thunder Mountain. They were they were the first ones, and then um, it's Haunted Mansion, and then. Um, Are the Haunted Mansion ones good? Uh, I've read the first two, three issues. Um, if you like the Haunted Mansion a lot, they're 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 fun. They're like fun. there's a lot of tied in stuff to the actual uh, like the actual Haunted Mansion. Mm -hmm. um, I think like you'd it. like it. Yeah, yeah I probably will. Um, there's uh, also, my goodness, Figment <laughs> 2 is what which I'm going to talk about. Yeah, we should go to the yeah, comic book store. Maybe you want to go to the comic book store right now. Um, well, there's a new that you, you brought I me right into. I still need to get my Back to the Future ones. I'm behind. There's an Enchanted Tiki Room series I know I saw. Next. Yeah. That's going to be a yeah. five-part comic. I'm not as excited for this one because I'll tell you why. The art looks cool because it, it, they said they went back to like the Disney archives and it's all based on that original art. Yeah. In there, but um, the new adventure will include the immersive storytelling inspired by Walt Disney Imagineering Magic and the fantastic artwork found in those previous D Disney Kingdom series. So it'll it'll visually fit in with all the other series that have come. But the creatives have said uh, the creators have said that they hope these stories in the Disney Kingdom comics add to the lure of the attractions and inspire readers to revisit with new perspectives. And honestly, they do because when I was reading the Haunted yeah. Mansion one, I just went to Disneyland because it's about that Haunted Mansion. But really, it could be either. You know what I mean? Um, well, not really, because that one's in Louisiana. And so that comic takes place in Louisiana. Yeah. So, um, But either way, it was kind of like, oh, like, oh, there's the piece. And they're yeah. talking about that thing. And this is like that. So it's a really, it's interesting yeah. how they're doing that. But with the Tiki Room, they're saying in each issue, new visitors um, will arrive by boat to an isolated island populated by singing birds, plants, and ancient tiki gods. So that... Five-part comic book. Each episode is going to be its own. Each issue is going to be its own. It's like self-contained. Okay. So I don't. I don't. Well, I I'm like sure they'll, they'll weave together. Well, it said there's an overarch um, no overarching story, but there will be a nice connection for people that read all five. Okay. Um, I'm sure it'll be. I mean, people tiki room tiki lore. People love that stuff. So, um, yeah. But when the last issue of Haunted Mansion does come out, I'm going to do a. So if you get them all and read. Come back and be on that episode because I'm going to do a wrap-up of the whole story. Okay. The whole thing. And I have, actually, if you'd also like to partake in, all the Haunted Mansion boxes. The mystery boxes they sent. I mm -hmm. went over the yeah. first two. Yeah. I've got the third one. I'm going to film them as each individual episode so people can follow along with, with us as we solve them completely and entirely and mm -hmm. move on from box to box to box. And it involves us having to go to the actual Haunted Mansion to do it, too. So oh. I think it would be a fun fun thing to do and and i you know document it for you guys a little further because i did that a couple episodes ago but we only i kind of like rushed through it so i want to do it as like a separate video so that won't be a diz pop episode but that'll be an actual like diz unplugged on the youtube channel youtube.com slash diz unplugged for you to watch now the one comic book i did start reading because i thought it was newer it, i don't know if it's all it's not it's done Turns out they were on display because the artist was actually coming to the comic say, book store. I was going to say, those are like a couple years old. Not a couple years old. They're like a year Oh, old. You, this is the new... This okay. is Figment 2. Figment 2, okay. Figment 2. I have the first three issues here. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot because I'm reading the other Disney Kingdoms ones. Uh, I don't really know... Kathy Worling loves Figment. Kathy Worling is on our podcast. Okay. Um, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to read these. And worst case scenario, I've got something to talk about, Kathy, like Figment, and I'll, I'll know a little bit more about it. Now, the first Figment comic book had, like, to do with, like, the history of, like, the attraction. Like, it was his story, because Dreamfinder, like, disappeared in 1910 or something like that, or whatever. I don't know if that's how the story goes completely, but that's what they make it out to be like in here. This issue picks up where that last story left off, I guess. Um, so Dreamfinder and Figment are now 100 years in the future, which is our current day. And they show up and guess what? Florida. Hmm. Not at Epcot, because that's not a thing. Um, but at the Institute, and the building looks exactly like the building in Epcot. Huh. And the, what's the, what's Spaceship Earth called? Spaceship Earth? No, 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 what's the, the spheres, is it like Geosphere or something? Geo, Geo, oh gosh, I'm, the, yeah. I'm embarrassed. I wrote Geosphere, Geo but I'm... Geodesic, oh crap. Yeah, what, I don't know. What, I'm sorry, and I'm sure there's going to be a million comments. <laughs> I know, they're going to be like, it's called this, like, so sorry. I put my laptop away so I wouldn't be distracted, <laughs> but anyway... 
that's there. Nobody knows what it is. It's like a power. It keeps phasing in and out. It's like a power source. They're trying to figure out how to tap into it. Basically, this jerk guy runs the in Institute now, and nobody believes that Dreamfinder is a is who he is. And, you know, and then he's got an old friend there that, uh, who I guess was in the other comic book, um, and knows who he is, and... You know, and so this guy's the guy who runs the institute. He's just a he's he's a jerk. So he he I was gonna say, <laughs> and no. then I said it, so it doesn't I matter. Know. But um, so he basically the idea is he's making Dreamfinder doubt himself because now Dreamfinder is comes from a world of like steam powered stuff and like you know all that kind of things. And we're in you know it's 2016 or 2015 in this because this is a year old, but. Um, and so he's causing self-doubt, self-doubt, and then Dreamfinder goes to use his, like, imagination machine, and unfortunately all that doubt manifests itself, so doubt itself comes out and possesses Dreamfinder, and he becomes Doubtfinder. Not Mrs. Doubtfinder, <laughs> but Doubtfinder. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's kind of yeah. silly. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, this is clearly, this, these are very much, um, for everybody, there for all age. This oh, this this feels very aimed at younger audience. There is a girl, a little girl in it who lives in Cocoa Beach. She's like a side character, and in the third issue, we do find out she's actually Dreamfinder's great 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 like niece or something. And so when Figment runs away after Dreamfinder becomes Doubtfinder, he finds he sees the spark of imagination in the house, and he goes to find this girl, and he needs her help because she has the power, the gift of imagination, and. So they, like, sneak back into the Institute to try and help Dreamfinder, Doubtfinder, excuse me, um, and uh, um, she creates a new figment character called Spark. Oh. Yeah, okay. and it's like a cat dragon thing. A cat dragon? Can I see? Yeah, uh, it's in that Sounds one. Sounds like the best thing ever. Um, he's right oh, there. that's him. Yeah. I was. Look at yeah, that cat dragon. Oh, God, um, I love him. Look, he kind of looks like Charmander. Yeah, I was definitely getting a Charmander vibe there. Yeah, he looks like Charmander. But I'm I'm not swayed on Figment reading these comic books. I actually will not finish reading these. Um, they're not for me. Um, but I think these are actually really good for, like, younger, for kids, for sure. Like, even actually, like, if you're an adult... I'm sorry, I've said, like, so many times, and I know it drives people crazy. Um, Tell me about it. If you are <laughs> somebody who loves this... Like, I imagine if Kathy's daughter was younger, not that, not that Katie, she can't read these to Katie, but... Oh, here we go. Um, you Spit could read out. these with your children. Like, this would be a fun family activity to read together. Yeah, that's fun. So I recommend it for that. Those are good bedtime stories. The reason why these were out, though, is the artist went to the local comic book shop right here to call of Comics, and I forgot oh. to go back and get them signed. I was going to get them signed and give them to Kathy, and I forgot. So, sorry, Kathy, if you watch this. <laughs> I don't think you are, but, um... Uh, but that's, you know, that's that. You can check those out. I just thought it would be nice to kind of run through all the Disney comics that are out there. So we're going to go over the Darkwing Duck comic, too, that's out there. It's not part of Disney Kingdoms, but it's just its own little thing. And um, there's two issues out, so we'll go over that soon, too. I, I do want to do other... I was actually thinking, Darkwing Duck, I got the Goof Troop video game for Super Nintendo. What? Yes. And um, Craig got DuckTales, and... So I was thinking we should do a whole Disney afternoon episode. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, I'd I, I haven't. I don't have do the it. angle quite yet, but can I, I was, bring? Can I bring my pictures from Disney? Oh, I have gargoyles too as well. Yeah, we should totally do have. They like, used to have Disney afternoon meet and greets in Disneyland, so they had like Sunny Gummy and uh, Rebecca. What's her name? Cunningham, Kit, Richard Cunningham. No, not Richard. Kit's mom. That's from the Kit Cloud Kicker's mom or uh, guardian. I'm Richard or Cunningham, and this is my wife, Oprah. It's from Austin Powers. But it's also Richard Cunningham, I, I think it's from like Happy Days or something. But it's Rebecca. Yeah, so well what we'll do is maybe we'll do like a history lesson and run down and do all that. I feel like most and of these the episodes Beagle are Boys. just me saying what other episodes are gonna be and, and then the they Beagle never Boys. get here. Well good. I, I'm glad you're excited about it. We can all get excited about it. Before we close out this episode of the show, I've been promising this for a while. I've uh, you know, fan art. I was saying, I show all this stuff. We haven't gone over fan art yet. Amber and myself, we enjoy... Um, if we want something... Like, we're like, oh man, I really want a, a picture to hang here. And it, it would be cool if it was like Max in front of the stand... With the standout behind him. Then, then I'm like, I'll paint it. If she wants like the up house of the balloon, she paints it. Like, we just... We don't wait to have somebody else I mean, do Disney it. We do it ourselves. 
What? I wanted a picture. I wanted a, a painting of various Disney couples. You should have seen kissing. the gift I gave to Steve Porter when he left. Steve. So I made it. It's like I made it on a canvas like this big, and I did like Brady Bunch squares, and then I had a different couple in each one that was kissing. I know that. I, I must have seen that. I thought that was on a T-shirt. No. Oh yeah. See that's see right there. Stuff like that. But I'll send you a picture if you want to throw that in there too. Uh, yeah, if you have it with you, I'll throw it over where you just said that. So, okay. um, well, we'll show some of our stuff someday. We're, Amber and I are going to do. Uh, there's a Pixar Arts and Crafts um, kind of like it'll be like the movie reviews, but I want to work backwards because I haven't seen The Good Dinosaur, and so I was thinking we could do something with that and. You'll see. I think we're going to go do it at Amber's house. So we'll give you some shots of your fun stuff in your kitchen. And we can we can tie that in about yeah. how you do that kind of stuff, how you can decorate it and bring it into your life. So so I've had two people. I've had more than two people. But I have two people's physical um, fan art in my hand right now. So I want to go over these two people first. Um, there's another, um, a younger gentleman, Jake, on Instagram, who I'm going to get to your stuff next week. And I have um, some other people. Uh, but I just, I'm going to do a little bit. Just like one or two a week. I like that. So I'm going to start with, I'm going to start at the bottom here with, now I apologize, on the envelope it said Cavin, K-A-V-I-N, unless the E was just weird, but it very much looked like an A, um, has sent me this, um, and I'm going to read because he wrote me a letter um, about him and his Disney background. Um, he's just, he's a fan of the show, he heard we were talking, looking for the fan art, and he said these were just hanging around at his house, and he said... Just send them out. If, if we want them or a listener wants them or anything like that, he felt like they were better out in the world than that. And I thought that oh, was really nice. cool. It was super nice. Oh, he actually left me... Oh, awesome. I was going to say, I, I, I wasn't sure. He's got an Instagram, so check out his Instagram, which is K-A-V-I-N-N-E-R-D-H-A-U-S. So it's Kevin Nerdhouse. Nerdhaus. Smuhus? No, the summer. Smuhus? Um, but his Disney story is, he says, I was lucky enough to have my parents take me, um, take us to Disney World growing up. So I've always loved it. Mainly loved the parks, I guess. Classic type Disney stuff, um, is his favorite. Although some of the newer things are fun. I agree. Um, he's been lucky enough to do some, uh, dis random Disney things. Like, he's been to River Country back in the day, which is somewhere I've never been. I've never been there. No, I think that's probably why we're actually still alive today. So <laughs> lucky he made it out. But, um, amoebas, the brain. <laughs> Um, he got to ride rocket rods before they shut that garbage what? down. So that he wrote, he wrote that for like a down. blip in time. That's impressive. Where was rocket rods? That Is was that in Disneyland? Tomorrowland at Disneyland. Is it the thing on the roof? Uh, it wasn't on the roof, but they made like these like they're like clear tubes that like went around Tomorrowland, and they were they went super fast. Like and people the, mover. Mm, was it? Ooh, I Steve would know. I'm not positive. I wonder if I could if Google if the there's people. a video out there. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah, but it didn't last long. I've heard people mention them before. It I was, just thought they were. I thought they were. I thought the Astro Orbiter in Disneyland was called Rocket Rods. No, no, no. Rocket Rods was like something. It was. I think it was something like uh, six seconds long. It wasn't a long ride at all. Oh. It was just a matter of you had to. It just went really fast through these tubes through Tomorrowland. Like that was the that was the cool thing. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So that's cool that he oh, got to do that because yeah. I lived in California then and I didn't get to do it because it was it closed so quick. Um, since they, they they speaking of the people mover though, they took their son to Disney World and now he's really bummed out that there's no people mover at Disneyland. You and me both because mm. it's it's there in visual sight and you're just yeah like, you can see the track and it's still. one of my favorite things and I just it's a shame it really is a shame because out there it's just so beautiful. It's never gonna happen though. Um. Uh, he said another interesting thing, but maybe only interesting to him, but I disagree. I thought this was interesting, is that his house doubled for Walt's house, um, or technically he said it, it was his uncle's house in a commercial. He said, if you remember a year or two ago, there was a Cadillac. He thinks it was a Cadillac. It was a car commercial about how a lot of famous businesses were started in a garage. And I like, I kind of vaguely remember this commercial actually, um, because I'm pretty sure it, it involved like Apple because... Steve yeah. Jobs started in the garage, but um, our, uh, he said his I house was that. Walt's garage. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he said, funnily enough, if you look up the hill from the front of the house, you can see part of the roof of Walt's uh, Los Feliz home? Yeah. I don't know what that is. It's, what is it? It's city. Oh, in California? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't know if it was in the home in... Um, so was he from California? He must be, yeah. That's cool. 
He he said, I guess that wouldn't be funny, but I think it's kind of neat. Well, we think it's. Neat, I think Kevin. it's neat. That's a that's a cool bragging right. Yeah. So he do, he does these he does these artwork. Uh, they're interesting. Okay, uh, I'm saying it like that. They, this guy is is very talented. Like it looks like screen drawn. So I'm going to show you one of my favorite ones was this guy, <laughs> um, Mickey with a skateboard. He's got a little bit little bit. Uh, a little morbid. Yeah, but I don't know. There's something about this it's, I like. There's, they're fun. I don't want to show my dogs this one though. Um, but then fine. he does he does these like character mashups. So he said his favorite was, and I'm going to show it. He did Annie Potts as Daisy Duck because <laughs> he always had a crush on her growing up. I thought That's that was funny. fun. But but you know he did uh, this dog's name I can't remember right now. And That's I, a people Huckleberry are gonna, Okay, I was like people are going to kill me. But you know it does like the the monsters are all mashed okay, up here and everything. To, but give me these here. Can I show them yeah. what they actually look like? This is one of them. He's really sorry. It's getting it's getting dark too. At holding, I'm trying to finish. But if you know, there's a, there's a lot of them. He sent me a lot of them. <laughs> if you're if you're listening, they're character character mashups. I already said that. I'm sorry, but they are like. Is this is this <laughs> Mick Jagger? Mick Jagger. I think Mick it's Mick Jagger, Jagger. as yeah. the Hatbox Ghost. As a yeah. That's funny. That's and it's and that's uh, Paul McCartney. But I don't know who that is. I'm not sure who bad. the lady is, but that's Paul McCartney as Horace Horse Collar and Clarabelle. Yeah. These are fun. So yeah, these 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 are a lot of fun. They're and like, beautiful. Like they're really, really yeah, thank really you for sending these. Like, like they are in hard plastic. like this is like um maybe we'll do these and give kids the world auction or something like, like that. Pete. I mean I'm probably gonna keep that Mickey skateboarding one for myself though. Um <laughs> Yeah, what, the color is crazy. Right, like it look, I look like it looks like a still, like that was just taken straight from right. the Simpsons. But like, it's, I can the feel the color perfect. on the paper. Yeah. Like, I want to know what kind of paint he uses. I right because it's dry. Is it like acrylic? This? No, it looks like it came from a marker, or maybe it started with a marker. Oh, he put, maybe he's got he the put maybe a paint he's got the it. yeah. Because it know. feels like there's definitely texture on top of it, but I love the color. Yeah. <laughs> he's um. Yeah. Bender. So I appreciate it. These thank you great. for sending this to us and thank you for sharing this with us. Um, so like fun. I said, if you want to check out his um, Instagram, I'll put it in the description of the video um, for everybody to check that out. Thank you, Kevin, for sending those. And then I have another one that sent us this Ryan Kano. Uh, uh, yeah, Kano. Okay, I was going to say, sorry if that's not how it's pronounced, but you literally wrote it phonetically for me. Um, <laughs> so he, he sent us uh, a letter and he said, I love the show. I'll take a moment. I actually think it's Kano. Oh, is it Kano? I mean, that's what it looks K-A-H like. K-A-H dash, dash N-O. Oh, well, so, what, ah. fun fact, when people spell things phonetically, I still don't know how to spell the phon- I read the phonetic parts of it. Well, so. that's been made clear. So, sorry, Ryan. I know I'm I say sorry Ryan. if I said it wrong. <laughs> um, he said, recently I combined my greatest loves, Disney architect- architecture and graphic design, and created 25 illustrations, illustrations, I can speak, relating to Disney Park's architecture that were released on a daily basis on his Instagram, which is at C-A-N-O underscore R-Y-A-N. And again, I'll put that in the, um, the description of the video, but... He said, yes, I shamelessly plugged that. Well, don't worry. I was going to plug it if you didn't. So um, after watching our videos on best attractions at Walt Disney World and show and the show relating to Haunted Mansion, I decided to send over five prints for your enjoyment, um, including his personal favorites, um, Space Mountain and Monorail. Uh, he says, feel free to showcase these, which I am going to do right now, my friend. Um, but yeah, he did these five prints. I'm going to show you these. They're very cool. Oh, cool. So yeah. they really are so like logos. Like Space Mountain. That's cool. And then the monorail. How fun are those? And then the people mover. I swear to God, I saw this one on a t-shirt the other day. That, yeah, so, it does look vaguely familiar. The Haunted Mansion one's pretty cool. I like this one. And then Dinosaur. The Dino, the Dino which Institute. Is, which is my favorite attraction. I at love that. Um, those are so fun. Yeah, so, I, I, you know, these are great. Um, I, they're, I, I'm... Kind of taken back that you guys actually sent some stuff over here, too. Thank you so much. I wasn't, you know, looking to do that. But, you know, I I appreciate it. Anytime you share art, I know it's you kind of expose yourself there. Mm-hmm. It's an open nerve. We are familiar. Yeah. Um, so it means a lot sharing this with the world. Are. If you guys want to share more of this with us, tag tag me on whatever social media. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at DizPopShow. Um, or, you know... I uh, I don't know. Send an email to the podcast, podcast at disunplugged.com. Um, 
I don't know. Well, let's see what let's see what you guys can do. Fan art. I want to see fan art, and I don't want to just see like fan art. Show me your Disney bounding. Show me the fan. We're gonna get to Disney bounding. I know I keep saying that, but I just have to find enough like the right people and the right thing. And it, I actually met while I was in my last Disneyland trip the person who created the word Disney bounding. Oh I yeah. Forgot her name already. Perfect. I feel really bad. Way um, to talk about it <laughs> at, at Club Thirty Three of all places. Um, but, uh, there's, uh, there's a, a, a listener out there, Steve, who's super, super nice guy. Um, and he like knew, or, like was a friend of her. And, and so like the next time I go out there, maybe I'll, maybe I'll be able to say, Hey, or something like that. But, uh, yeah. Um, so that's, you know, show us fan art, show us whatever, show, keep the crafts a coming. Cause I, I want to see more of those. I'm telling you right now, they, they outdid us like the, the frozen one. I hate frozen, but it's very like intricate and very like see. and they did multiple colors and everything it's it's well, very yeah, nice and, but, and i'm glad they did that too because yeah. if you have an exacto blade and if you have the patience you can make really intricate stencils and make really cool things yeah so i'm glad that it is intricate yeah so we'll look look forward to some more of those um like i said follow us on twitter at dispop show uh, Diz Pop show and um, I'm always uh, on there interacting on there uh, we have an Instagram now too also Diz Pop show and I will be making that Facebook page I'm just I, everything I've just been I a lot I should be writing down everything that you're promising I know promises I'm making people. a lot of promises you're like I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna so do somebody that. out there is Next cutting together week. a video though yeah. and they're gonna play the video and be like look at all the promises <laughs> Rhino offered us but uh, I think that'll do it for us today. I hope, thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you, Amber, for coming to Chit Chat. You're welcome. Um, I I don't know what next week's going to bring, but something fun, I'm sure. We'll have some movie reviews coming out within the next week and two, week or two. Um, I know I didn't talk about Adventures in Babysitting like I said I was going to, the Disney Channel original movie, original movie that they're calling it. I also haven't seen the original, so that's why. What? That's why I couldn't. I, okay, I refused to watch the new one before I watched the original. I have them both. I'm so mad at you. Well, let's talk about the promises Rhino makes to me <laughs> every day. Maybe we'll this watch is, that tonight. Yeah. Why the original? I'm not watching this. The original one. Yeah. yeah I can't not, watch two of them in one day, especially a Disney Channel original movie. The you original know, it takes a lot of those. It's so classic. It's one of my favorite movies. It's so great. Elizabeth Shue. I do love Elizabeth Shue, Jennifer so McFly. that's why I'm I, I'm really Well it's not Jennifer McFly, it's Jennifer What's her last name? Oh god. I know that. She does have a last name and I do know it, but I can't think of it. It's something very simple. Do they ever say it out loud in the movie? No. Okay. No no no, they do. My book's right they there. They do, they do say it because it's when they find her in, in Back to the Future too. When they scan her and they say Jennifer no, they say, uh, they say McFly. Oh, is the it a middle hyphen? name is Jane. That's what it is. Is it yeah. a hyphen? I was going to say. And my book's over there. I mean, you won't be able to find it before we're done yeah. talking. But Whatever. next week, tune in for the exciting, what is Jennifer's well, last Elizabeth name? Well, for- <laughs> is Jennifer in Back to the Future, which is why I love her in Adventures in Babysitting. That's why I recognized her in the preview. I was like, who's this girl? Why do I know who this is? And it was one of those, like, What's ah, the guy who plays... Anthony uh, Rapp. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Rapp's in it, and he's fantastic. Yeah, that, and I love him, oh, so... I wanna, so funny. Well, watch that. We'll get to that. And uh, so, like I said, movie reviews, arts and crafts coming up, all that fun jazz. You want to see some stuff, just put it out there. I don't know what to do. Show me some stuff. Like I said, we're going to do that Disney Channel afternoon. We're just doing stuff that we like. I, I'm trying to follow the current trend of what everybody's doing out there, but like some days it's just, I want it to feel like you're just hanging out with us. Like you're, you're coming over and you're going to play video games with us and we're going to just chit chat. So. He's not wrong. That's what he did to me. I didn't know I was going to do this. To oh me. no. She got surprised. Yeah, I just walked <laughs> in and he was like, all right, here's a gamer in your face. Oh, great. Yeah. Here we are. Oliver bailed because of the weather. So, <laughs> no, it's okay. We'll see all over again. But that's the show. It's always shifting, except for me. I will never go anywhere. I will take this show to the grave with me. Well, no, I'm just kidding. Really I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but anyway, till next week. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, bye. Bye.